Welcome to Campus Firewatch Radio. My name is Ed Camo. In this episode of Campus Firewatch Radio, we're going to listen to an interview that I did with the Greater Media Boston Group about the campaign we're doing this September here in Massachusetts called Smoke Alarms and Two Ways Out. Best college roommates ever. You can find more information about the campaign at www.bestroommatesever.org, and that's E-V-A-H, and I'll have a link to it in the show notes as well. This interview aired on a number of radio stations in Boston, and I really appreciate their sharing with me to include in this podcast. Let's get into it. We're going to take a few moments and talk fire safety, which is a good idea for a bunch of reasons. It's always a good time to talk about fire safety, but it's been a particularly dry summer, which increases the risk of fire. It also is back to school time, and college students are moving into dorms, and fire safety is extremely important when it comes to dormitories and, and campus living. We're going to speak with Ed Camo, who is behind the Campus Firewatch campaign. Ed, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, George. Let's start off, if it's okay, by giving people uh, some background on the Firewatch campaign. Now, I found out about it because I was driving down the highway and up flashed on one of those electronic signs, uh, and correct me if this isn't exactly right, Smoke detectors and two ways out, best roomies ever. Yeah, that's that's pretty close. It's best <laughs> college roommates ever. Best college roommates ever. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and and this campaign was actually a uh, an idea of Chief Kevin Partridge from the Easton Fire Department. He had a fire in his community, an off-campus fire, and really kind of spurred the idea of why don't we do during something during September, which is National Campus Fire Safety Month. Yep. What I do is uh, every year I send out letters to all the governors. Uh, that are co-signed by parents who have lost children in fires, college-related fires, ask them to issue proclamations, which quite a few of them do. Um, but uh, Chief Partridge had the idea of, well, let's kind of ramp it up this year. So we chat a little bit more, and then we uh, talked to the Massachusetts State Fire Marshal's Office and the National Fire Protection Association, which is based down in Quincy, Massachusetts. And so uh, we all came together and kind of came up with the idea and then we had a meeting at NFPA where we brought in uh, fire chiefs who have colleges in their towns, uh, building officials, uh, college fire safety officials, and brainstormed the idea. And one of the chiefs from Boston, nonetheless, came up with the tagline, uh, best college roommates ever. <laughs> I like it. And it has kind of taken off from there. And Campus Firewatch, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, it's, did it start as a newsletter first to get the information out there? Yeah, Campus Firewatch did start as a newsletter back in 2000. Yep. Um, I used, I used to work at NFPA, and I was their chief fire investigator, and I did a number of campus fires. And, and when I left um, to go out on my own, it may, I really realized there's a void when it came to information. There's no central clearinghouse, one, one-stop shop for information, so I started Campus Firewatch. And it has just really grown tremendously since then into much more than a, a newsletter. It's a, it is a, a repository for a lot of information. I work on national campaigns or campaigns such as this. So the, the, the whole idea is to raise awareness yep. about the importance of campus fire safety among students and parents and colleges and communities. And and quite honestly, I think we're seeing a lot of success. And the best metric is last academic year, we had no fire deaths anywhere across the nation in uh College-related housing. That's a good number to have, isn't it? First time since I started tracking this information in 2000. That's great. Uh, you know, we, we peaked one year at 20. 20 people were killed uh, in one year. But, you know, the last uh, three years ago it was four. The year before that it was or after that it was four. And then last year we went down to zero. So 
you know, that's really a testimony to what everybody across the nation is doing in terms of raising awareness, right. sprinkler systems, smoke alarms, all these sort of things. And the reality is this stuff can be translated to homes and to apartment buildings. I mean, it's it's not just for campuses where this makes sense. Well, the biggest risk is off campus, and most of the students live off campus. And since 2005, that's where every single fire death has happened, has been in off-campus housing. And quite honestly, I flash back to where I lived when I was in college. I drive by it every day. It's still there. And it was kind of tired when I looked at it, when I lived there. Yeah. And I have to imagine it's pretty tired now. It's, it's an old converted one-family home. And so that's where the real risk lies. Is so many of these students are living in you know, converted one- and two-family houses or apartment houses or triple-deckers in Boston or something like that. And, you know, that's why this year the one thing we – two things we really want to emphasize – having a working smoke alarm and then knowing two ways out right and these are skills not just for while you're in college i mean these are skills that everybody needs to know and that hopefully students will carry with them after they graduate we're speaking with ed camo about the campus firewatch campaign september is campus fire safety month so let's talk about the the two main parts of this campaign first of all the smoke detectors which you you touched on uh the big question why are they so important why are they so effective in saving lives Smoke alarms unquestionably will help save your life. It gives you that that vital early warning that something is wrong and that you need to get out. Um, and so it's so important to have not only enough smoke alarms, but to have them in the right places. You should have one on every level. You should have one in every bedroom and one outside each bedroom. And I know that might sound like a lot, but the idea is that it gives you full coverage so that no matter where the fire breaks out, right. you, you know it'll go off as quickly as possible. And if you can interconnect them, that's even better now. There are a lot of code requirements here in Massachusetts requiring hardwired interconnected smoke alarms. But even if you're living in an older place, you can get wireless smoke alarms now that are interconnected. So think about it. Oh, that's cool. If the fire breaks out down on the first floor and you're right. living up on the third floor uh, of your house, all the smoke alarms will go off and give you that kind of warning to get out. Wow. No two ways about it. Smoke alarms are invaluable in saving lives. So we're really encouraging everybody to either if not to not only have them, but to make sure they stay there, because so often during the course of the year, smoke alarms somehow mysteriously come down or the batteries right. get removed out of them. And, and that's just really, quite honestly, a recipe for disaster. I was going to ask you, because a, a while back uh, there was a push for people maybe using smoke detectors that have, uh, I don't know what you call them, permanent batteries, one-use batteries, and then when the battery goes, you replace the detector rather than replacing the battery. Do you, do you like that idea? I like that idea a lot. What you're talking about are long-life batteries. Yeah. And um, there's some questions to how long they last. Is it? They may say 10 years, maybe 6 years, 10 years. But the idea is exactly what you said. It's a sealed unit. Once it's activated, you don't have to replace the battery for the life of the detector. And one thing a lot of people don't realize is life, uh, smoke alarms do have a shelf life. Yeah. Uh, after, ten, after 10 years, you're supposed to replace your smoke alarm. And that's actually the theme of Fire Prevention Week this year in October, is to check the date on your smoke alarm. Right. If it's more than 10 years old, and the reason you replace it is the sensor just isn't as sensitive anymore. It gets dirty, um, and plus technology is constantly improving. So there's probably a better smoke alarm out there than there was 10 years ago. I think I have some in my house where the, the beep is different. If the battery is going, it's one beep. If it's time to replace the, the detector, it actually gives a different beep, I think. That beep you're talking about is what really annoys a lot of people and which really leads to a lot of smoke alarms being disabled. And I'd be very honest, I've done it myself because 
inevitably that beep happens at two in the morning, doesn't it? Yes. And you're walking <laughs> exactly around trying to figure out which smoke alarm is, is has a low battery indicator. Um, you know, so it's so vitally important. You know, if that's a situation, replace the battery right away right. into that smoke alarm and, and make sure you have the protection. And one of the things I like to encourage parents too, and although it's a little bit late right now, but you know, as they're helping their students move in, does the place have a smoke alarm? Yeah. And, the, and, and kind of the phrase we use is for the price of a pizza, you can have peace of mind. If there's no smoke alarm there, go down to the corner store, buy one, put it up. You know, it's a small price to pay to make sure your son or daughter has that protection. Yeah, it's very cost-effective insurance, isn't it? Oh, I mean, really, they're, they're so inexpensive nowadays. You can find them anywhere. They're easy to put up. The question is, why not? Right. You know? We're speaking with Ed Camo about the Campus Firewatch campaign, September's Campus Fire Safety Month. Ed, what about other types of detectors like carbon monoxide detectors? Do you recommend, you know, apartments have one of those? I mean, obviously the smoke detector is the biggie, but... No, carbon monoxide detectors, absolutely. That's that's another part of the equation is making sure that, you you know, you're protected in the event of there's a, a carbon monoxide leak somewhere in the building. Uh, and you can actually get smoke alarms that are combination CO and smoke alarms in one unit. So, yes, you can get an ind- independent standalone CO detector you plug in, but you can also get units that are combined, so it kind of makes it that much easier. We're speaking with Ed Camo about Campus Firewatch and the Best Roommates Ever campaign. This is Greater Boston Today. I'm George Knight, and up next, Ed will explain why it is really important that you always have two ways out. That's next. This is Greater Boston Today, public service programming on greater media stations. Ed Camo is behind the Campus Firewatch campaign, where we're finding out about fire safety, specifically campus fire safety. September is Campus Fire Safety Month. Ed, let's talk about the second part of the Campus Firewatch campaign, the two ways out. One thing I'd like to just mention right up front is, is you're referring to it as a Campus Firewatch campaign. It's it's one of the coalition. It's the best roommates ever. A lot of people have come together to make this happen. So I don't want to give the misconception that, you know, I'm the driving force behind it. I'm just part of the partnership here on it. So I just want to make sure that people realize how many people really work. On yeah. This. State Fire Marshal's Office, NFPA, Eastern Fire Department, a whole bunch of other people. So I just I just wanted to clear that up just, just gotcha. to be sure, George. It is a group there. effort. No, not at all. <laughs> nope, not at all. But, uh, yes, a second ways out. Let's talk about two ways out. If there is absolutely one thing, whenever I give a talk, whenever I talk to people, whenever I give any sort of messaging, I want people to know or to remember two ways out. Wherever you are, there should be two ways out, whether it's your house, whether it's your apartment, whether you're at a restaurant, a movie theater, a nightclub, whatever it may be. That second way out could be the thing that saves your life. And when it comes to houses, so often people don't realize that your second way out might indeed be a window. Yeah. And if you're on the third floor of a, of a triple decker or something like that, you're probably thinking, well, what the heck am I going to do? Well, you can actually buy an escape ladder that reaches three floors. As a matter of fact, my son just moved into a, uh, the third floor apartment in Boston a few months ago. And one of the things I bought him was a, a three-story escape ladder. It rolls right. up. It fits in his closet very easily. So if you're on the second or third floor, your second way out may be a window. And it's also important to make sure that window works. Um, it's not painted shut. Right. You, know, you are able to open and you are able to get out. But in other places, you know, if you walk into a restaurant, it only takes a second to take a glance around. Where's that second exit? Movie theater, same thing. 
I mean, we had that tragic fire at the um, Station Nightclub down in Rhode Island. That's right. Yeah. It killed 100 people, mainly because there just were not enough exits, but also because people went out the way they came in. They didn't think to look around and right. identify where that second exit right. is. And that is so critically important. As a matter of fact, the State Fire Marshal's Office is doing a campaign this summer on nightclub fire safety with the focus being college students and, no, and identifying a second way out. You know, as we're talking about this, I'm, I'm remembering that in college I lived in the basement and there really was only one staircase, one way to get out. Although there were those small windows, I suppose uh, if I was a little bit thinner, I might be mm-hmm. able to fit through one of those. But that's, no, something, that's, to th- that's, that's something to think about, isn't it? I mean, I'm glad you made it out okay, Troy. Yeah. I'm glad you graduated okay because those are, I went to a fire where that very scenario you were talking about. Student was living down in the basement, had those small basement type windows. The fire broke out, and he was not able to get out because the fire was between him and the exit. Yeah, um, yeah. Basement apartments are are they can be dangerous. They are. They'll tell you they're hard fires to fight. They're hot. Yeah, they're difficult for firefighters to get into. Because think about it, they're going down into the heat. Right. Uh, to try to rescue you, so. Yeah, they have very special considerations when it comes to basements. Yep. We're talking with Ed Camo about the Campus Firewatch campaign. September is Campus Fire Safety Month. Ed, I want to ask you if, if you could talk a bit about fire hazards, things that increase the risk of fire. And I know you, you were a fire investigator, so you know firsthand. Uh, what are things to be thinking of when you're setting up the apartment, setting up your room, things to avoid? Well, there's, um, there's a lot of potential ignition sources, and there are a lot of things that we use every day that can go wrong. One of the leading causes to fatal fires is, is smoking, uh, not only in college, but also in society in general. Right. And so, you know, and, and then a, another part of the equation when it comes to off-campus housing is you'll see a lot of these houses with couches out on the front porches or up on the decks. And that's where the students may sit and congregate and chat and that sort of thing. And a very typical scenario is a cigarette rolls down into the, to the cushions on a couch and then sometime during the night after smoldering it breaks out. And the problem is that on a front porch or on a deck, there's no smoke alarm to give you the warning. So it turns into a real roaring fire before it gets, and then it gets into the house. Yeah. Again, that's a very common scenario. So smoking materials is one of the things that we really encourage everybody to, to be very, very careful with um, using. You know, other things such as candles, for example. Um, everybody has candles. Heck, I use candles in my house here. But you need to learn how to use them responsibly. Right. Make sure they have a good stable base on it. Make sure they're not near combustibles. Make sure a curtain can't blow into them, something like that. And then cooking. The leading cause of all fires is cooking. And the problem we have with college students is that might be a skill they're not really good at yet. <laughs> There's that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and the other part of the biggest problem with cooking is unattended cooking. Right. They start cooking something and then they walk away, they get distracted by their cell phone or they're chatting with people and you know, the, 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 the fire gets away from them on the stove there just because it's unattended. So, you know, those are kind of the big three that, you know, I'd, I'd suggest is taking a look at is, is certainly smoking, cooking, and then things like candles. We've been talking with Ed Camo about the Campus Firewatch campaign. September is Campus Fire Safety Month. Uh, the two biggies, smoke detectors. Make sure you have ones that work. Make sure you have enough of them and that they're in the right place. And two ways out. Make sure you have two ways out of your living space. Uh, so if something does happen, you'll have a, a way to exit and get away from the, the fire or whatever the hazard is. 
Let's give people a way to find out more, if you don't mind. So the, the website for this campaign is bestroommatesever.org. I'll spell that out. www.best, B-E-S-T, roommates, R-O-O-M-M-A-T-E-S, Eva, E-V-A-H, dot org. Which is how we spell it in Boston. And it's Boston Chiefs that came up with that. And we actually made a, a PSA featuring Boston firefighters saying that tagline with a good Boston accent over and over and over. Um, it was part of the campaign. But there's a lot of information on that website there that will help people in terms of, particularly uh, you know, if there's a fire chief or a school that's looking for tools or resources, posters, videos, things like that. Uh, there's a checklist. So, again, I know it's a little bit late here, but if you're looking at an off-campus house, uh, there's a checklist that you can use in evaluating an off-campus house there. Um, and and it's something to keep in mind come January because students are going to start looking again for right. this fall. Yep. So it's a, it, it's, it's a constant, ongoing effort to make sure that everybody is as aware and knowledgeable of what they need to do to be fire safe. I'll give the website again. It's bestroommateseva.org, B-E-S-T-R-O-O-M-M-A-T-E-S-E-V-A-H. Dot org, bestroommateseva.org. A great resource. Uh, well, it's great that the, the, the number of fire-related deaths is, has been down to zero. Let's hope we can keep it that way. This is such an important thing. Uh, Ed Camo, thank you so much for helping us learn more about this. Wow, is it important. Uh, and I very much appreciate your time, Ed. Thank you. Well, thanks a lot for the effort. And I really encourage everybody, smoke alarms and two ways out. If there's anything that I'd like to ask you to walk away from this conversation with is remembering to have enough working smoke alarms and remembering to know two ways out. Amen to that. Thanks again, Ed. Thanks a lot, George. Thanks for the opportunity. Well, as I mentioned, that's an interview that I did with the Greater Media Boston Group, and I really appreciate their sharing it with me. If you're looking for more information on the campaign, you can go to www.bestroommateseva.org. That's E-V-A-H. And you can always go to Campus Firewatch at www.campus-firewatch.com. Thanks a lot for listening. My name's Ed Kamau.